0: This is Game Set Match Kentucky, episode 36, recorded Saturday, January 27th, 2024. It's Kentucky Tennis Weekend. Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of Game, Set, Match, Kentucky, where we talk about all things related to the Central Kentucky Tennis Series and absolutely a whole lot more that you never asked for, including pickleball criticisms. We are at Kentucky Tennis Weekend uh, doing our first remote in Louisville, Kentucky at the Hyatt Regency downtown. My co-host Chad Young is with me. Live on location. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. if you're, uh, if you meant to tune in to the the sounds of the '70s. You've you've turned tuned into the wrong show, but uh, that's a, that's just a joke from last night. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but we, i the captain. He's Tennille. Captain it's We have set up a, a table uh, outside the community development workshop, which is held annually uh, during Kentucky Tennis Weekend on Saturday mornings. We've set up a table and brought all of our audio equipment. So this is an audio only episode uh, for you today. But uh, we are uh, catching people as they pass by, and we're gonna, we're talking to them about their community tennis association and um, their role in the association and what they've got coming up that they're excited about this year.
1: Yeah, it's a great weekend. Um, I came last year. I've, I've been up here on Saturday for the community development workshop in the past, uh, but last, last year was the first time that I um, had come up and stayed for the whole weekend, which included Um, you know yesterday there were committee meetings Uh, there was a USDA board meeting yesterday evening and then uh, Hall of Fame induction uh, last night Uh, the the community development workshop this morning and then uh, the awards uh, ceremony coming up this afternoon so it's a fantastic weekend for um, tennis in Kentucky I I can't um, uh, stress enough how beneficial it is and it's really, you know, they pack an awful lot in a pretty tight window, basically from, you know, one um on Friday afternoon until Saturday. We're supposed to be done around 2 o'clock. So, you know, it's a great, um, really, really great way to, to kick off the, the new year for the, for the game.
0: You and I have taken on quite an undertaking, uh, sitting up out here this morning. But it has been a blast. It really has been uh, so far a lot more fun than I even thought it would be, despite the fact that I got up at six a.m. <laughs> but uh, we're excited to be here and be and talking to uh, people about the, their community tennis associations. And coming up here in just about ninety minutes, we've got the awards show. Um, you and I will be accepting uh, the Media Excellence Award. And it feels like we just got off the plane from Atlanta mm-hmm. to accept the Southern Media Excellence Award. And uh, it's been a whirlwind of a few days, hasn't it?
1: It has. It's been quite a week. And then, you know, we're emceeing the awards show, which. Yeah. Uh, how did know, that happen? I yeah. Mean, do, doing a, a remote you know broadcast podcast uh, is one thing but then for us to be emceeing is going to be a uh, quite a new challenge As i well.
0: feel completely unprepared <laughs> for it but we're going to do it and it's going to be we're going to make it fun it's going to be, be great
1: fun. i'm excited
0: so we thought we would just go ahead now and uh, got some interviews that we we have done throughout this morning and we're going to play those for you now Okay, I'd like to welcome you uh, with us on the podcast today. Why don't you tell us your name, tell us what CTA you're with, any other titles that you have?
2: I'm Jane Gamble, I'm from Paducah, Kentucky. Our CTA is the Paducah Tennis Association, known as PTA, which we have to fight a little bit because it sounds like a school organization, but we are the (laughs) Paducah Tennis Association. We... I've won CTA of the Year. We have a new president, Sarah House, who's doing wonderful things, active things. Uh, Personally, I've I've been with tennis. I guess I've been a volunteer about 30 years. I formed uh, the first CTA in Paducah in 1991 with Bruce Stone on staff, and he was Mm -hmm. a huge mentor to me. And it's interesting because today my husband and I are winning the Bruce Stone Educational Award. So things have gone full circle with Bruce. He's amazing. And then I became a member of the Kentucky Board and secretary and they move you up to vice president and suddenly you realize you're on a track to maybe be the president and you sort of start panicking and <laughs> thinking I don't think I'm ready for that because it's, it's a wonderful opportunity but before you started it's daunting. But I was just talking to Ellen Miller and reassured her that she will have a great term as we will rc first i think that's it okay you
1: know um, paducah is uh is on the far western end of the state um and how, how difficult it is is it for um the paducas and the purchase areas to to kind of you know use the resources that usda kentucky has here in, in louisville and I mean, it's the same thing in, in Ashland and and over in you know Richmond. And how how difficult is it? How challenging is it for CTAs from a number standpoint, but also from from just a distance to travel to state championships and whatnot.
2: Things have improved through the years. Um, I always call us the country mice versus the city mice, and for years, um, Louisville, Lexington, the, the Golden Triangle citizens would um had five four zero teams and we were struggling down there with one and they tried to accommodate how we were going to make that happen. Um, now we, it's grown so much that some, some of our teams in Paducah have people from Tennessee and Illinois on them, so they've come, they've solved that. I, I like to say it's not a challenge, it's an opportunity, <laughs> but you have to be creative and the staff in the state office has been great about accommodating. For instance, we had some four or five girls had no team to play. The, the closest team was maybe Owensboro or maybe Lexington, and they arranged a weekend tournament so that those girls could get uh, qualified. So there are accommodations that can be made, but it's, it, it's the travel's tough. I mean, I grew up going to driving to Louisville for three and four hours. My, both of my grandmothers lived in Louisville. But for other people to drive to was huge, yeah. not to me. But anyway, and we used to travel a lot to play smaller towns, just to scrimmage because the whole point of league is to play different people across the net. We sort of lost that. When it first started, the purpose was to see different people across the net. Well, if you live in a small town, see the same people. Play, you see the same people right. across the net. So.
1: Have you seen the tennis pantries, Chris? Have you seen that concept, that idea?
2: Yes, I have. Mm -hmm.
1: Jane's the brainchild of that. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) I attended a national meeting and a man had put put one up in the east side of St. Louis in an area where nobody wanted to play tennis and nobody had tennis equipment. And so he he built one and I have a very crude picture. I took a picture of his slide at the meeting, took it home to my husband who is extremely (laughs) talented about creating things we're sort of a good team I come up with the ideas and then he builds it
1: <laughs> so, so there, weren't, there wasn't a blueprint
2: no I, I just made it, it up screenshot. from his picture <laughs> we made it smaller the first one we made was pretty large and it was a little bulky to hang on a tennis fence but we've now made six one um, each public park in Paducah has one uh, we donated the one to Noble Park just because it was we just wanted to see it hanging see one up and then um, we asked the CTA to give us $200, so each one costs about $100. And so our PTA gave us $200 to buy the materials. My husband never charges for labor, but, but anyway, he, he built two more, so they are our public parks. And then since then, we built the one to donate here tonight at the, or that the auction. Last right night at the auction. And uh, he just recently worked with an Eagle Scout and it was his project to um, go buy the materials. The only thing my husband did not let him do was use the table saw, because he's the number one tennis player <laughs> and number one golfer at the high school. Yeah. And he, he just didn't think he needed to risk his hands.
1: For those who don't know, they, <laughs> these um, pantries, they have um, a couple rackets, a couple balls, balls. Uh-huh. Um, and, and they just hang in the park. You, you might've seen them with um, food pantries, you see those where, you know, take what you take what you need and give what you can, I think, is the food pantries. But you see them a lot of times with books. So it, it really works well for public parks. You know, if you're trying to get people to play the game who may not have the equipment, you provide them the equipment.
2: Well, it struck me like lightning at that meeting. I'm thinking all this time, you know, get people on courts, get people on courts. But you can't get on a court if you don't have a racket and at least one ball. And so... I always pictured families driving by the park and seeing, it says tennis pantry, have fun, please return. And they go, we can try it. We don't have to go to Walmart and say, what kind of rackets do we buy? Or even the expense. So someone asked about accountability, but the accountability that we get in Paducah, people will say, I played over there the other day and there was a family out there hitting with the, the balls and rackets. So it's instant play for um, everybody
1: introduction. instant introduction to the game
2: and then uh, my husband met with three other CTAs and built uh, pantries with them one was D. Maynard in Shelbyville and you should interview her because she said it's the best thing that have ever done she said the golf people so they wanted one mm-hmm. so they they designed a golf pantry it's accessibility that we've never had we've always had this barrier about equipment
0: we got to be and, careful. People are going to start putting up pickleball pantries.
2: Well, <laughs>
1: on the tennis courts. I'm.
2: Yeah. I, I feel. I watched the one at Noble Park, and honestly, we've never lost a racket. One racket was smashed Ooh, beyond.
0: I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: did, did you? But I think the kids saw it on TV. Thought, I wonder if you can do that. Uh, and then he put it back in the pantry. Oh, great! <laughs> but there were two pickleballs in there one time. Oh.
0: <laughs> With no, ones. no, thank you.
2: <laughs> but honestly, the, the the inspiration truly again. This man, it, another reason to have nat- attend national meetings and network with what people are doing in other states and cities. Mm-hmm. The first question after he spoke, he said, "I know what your question is," because every hand went up in the room, and he said, "We might as well put them down." You're going to ask me what happens if somebody takes a racket, and his answer was, "Then they'll have a racket." That's right. mm-hmm. Yeah. That touched me more than anything. That's so. awesome.
0: That's awesome. What What are you most excited about coming up in twenty twenty four for PTA?
2: Well, we I'm not the president anymore. Sarah House is, but she's uh, we have we have just doubled our volume of programming, and we really want to. I I'd like them to concentrate on red ball uh, mm-hmm. tournaments for kids. We teach a lot of clinics, and we've done well with them. And we've even at the end of the clinics, they play and they. Keep score because they need to know how to actually play, and so we're looking at maybe some leagues, um, elementary leagues like you know the parks run everything, basketball, soccer, corey or little league, but we don't do it with tennis, and you know you hire a coordinator, and then parents are usually the coaches at these parks events, and and the other thing is nice that. We've always had such support from USDA Kentucky Southern and certainly national, but this money this year there's just a lot of money available, and so I hope people take advantage of it. There's parks and rec grants, uh, innovation grants, uh, southern and national grants, and uh, there's just money out there. Do they have any
0: podcast grants? I wonder because this equipment ain't cheap. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm serious. We're in the hole, baby. <laughs> no. Why not?
1: Jane's like, yes.
2: No, because at the Southern meeting, the president, Brett Schwartz, said there are no limits. He said you don't have to be CTA. You can be an entity that says I'm going to go out there and build tennis pantries. It, It doesn't have to be a CTA, USTA. He wants people on courts and you're a way to get people on courts. when they hear the this. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty serious about
0: that. Well, we're excited that you <laughs> sat down and talked to us. And Thank I you. wish you the best this year. Thank and you. Have a good uh, good workshop this morning. Thank
2: you, Jim. I intend to. Thank you all mm-hmm. both.
0: And we'd like to welcome R.C. Schindler. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. Uh, The new president of USDA Kentucky. When did your term officially begin?
3: Uh, About 18 hours ago. (laughs) Okay. I was going to
1: say it was was less than 24 (laughs) hours ago.
0: Okay. Well, I I figured it was sometime this month. Well, welcome to to the uh, Game, Set, Match, Kentucky podcast. And uh, tell us a little bit about... um, how you came to be president of USTA Kentucky board. Like, is it, some? have you been on the board for a long time and it was kind of your turn or? Um, Well, I got
3: involved by volunteering maybe six, seven, eight years ago. I got on the board. First mistake, right? First mistake. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, it's, uh, you know, I volunteered. I started with Razor Racket and then I got asked to be on 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 the USTA board um, and then I got to, you know, work with Jason Miller and his team. Um, and, again, it's uh, I'm very fortunate uh, and blessed that, that the organization is just so well run. Um, so, you know, I'm, like anybody else that, you know, you, you join an organization and, you know, you got to put time and energy in to make it better, what well, was already really, really, really good. Um, so I just kind of held hold the tail, per se, and whatever they needed from me, whatever they asked of me, I just tried to, try to give it to them.
1: You know, I've heard you say a couple times, R.C., that um, one of the things that you really want to emphasize is to have people let you know what's going on um, so that you can let the rest of the state know what's going on in their communities. Is that, that's obviously intentional. Is that something that you felt um, maybe could could be improved that people um, need to know what's going on around the state that they may not know what's going on well i mean i've lived here
3: 26 years and i love love living here my kids are born here i love the state of kentucky um and you know when i go to you know, i'm a little leeway here but like when you get when you when you when you go to bigger board meetings on the national level or the southern level and and you see how much good work is going on in this state uh, a lot of states don't have what we have with organization, with players, with the Hall of Fame, with the awards, banquets. And then I look across, and we have a big state, um, you know, Duke, Owensboro, Ashland, all the way across the state. And somewhere right now, somebody is spending calories on, on tennis, mm-hmm. and they're growing the sport, and they're doing great work. Um, you know, and, and if I can do anything, I'm going to try and do a monthly newsletter um, where, or get on your podcast, and you guys will let me back. And I just want to kind of you know, highlight those people and what they're doing. Because uh, it's it's those individuals that are spending calories on the sport that, that we just need to highlight and tell them, hey, you're doing a great job.
1: Well, and it's, it's good for them to get recognition, but it also is it is inspirational for other people to try to do similar things in their communities.
3: Yeah, and uh, again, you know, another passion of mine is getting more volunteers. If there's somebody out there in the state of Kentucky that, that wants to volunteer, we need to find a spot for them. Uh, we need to bring them on. You know, it doesn't matter where they're from, what they're doing, what capacity it is. I want to grow our committees. Uh, I, I want the committees to be impactful, and I just want to make sure that we get the right people on the, you know, on those committees. And, and it's my responsibility and the board's responsibility to find those people and give them a spot uh, and have them have an opportunity to volunteer, and then and then whatever they need from us we'll try our best to
0: give it to them so promotion recognition gathering volunteers what else is expected of a usta kentucky president or does that kind of cover it
3: <laughs> well you know listen um you know being beyond reproach uh i, I think volunteering time treasuring talent um you know for, for me I, you know, i didn't you know a couple years ago i was on that board i never expected to be here uh and then uh, they asked me you know multiple people asked me to be on it and then i got to work with a lot of uh you know, my my grandmother's refrigerator. There was a little magnet that said, "Your friends can bring you up, or they can bring you down." And ever since I've been affiliated with the USDA Kentucky, I've been s- surrounded by people that are in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame individuals, both and in the recognition of, the, of being in the Hall of Fame, but Hall of Fame people, uh, and just the, the, working with like the Mike Edens and, and the Rick Shapermans and you know Jason Millers and the Eric Quigleys and all those people like that. It's just kind of inspirational. Uh, so for me, it's just the elevator's going up, uh, and I'm just trying to learn as much as I can from those people.
1: I mean, uh, we've certainly seen growth um, throughout the state um, in participation. Uh, we were looking at the numbers yesterday. Um, uh, we had such a, such a boom during the pandemic. But it really, if you, if you look a little further back, you know, we're, we're continuing to grow, and, and tennis is just still in a boom, um, and, and that really covers all, all areas of the state.
3: Yeah, and again, it's a testament to USTA Kentucky, the staff. Um, they do a great job, you know, the CTAs in there, the volunteers here. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a, you know, I love the state of Kentucky, you know, but for me, you know, growing the sport is very important two ways. One, you know, it's, it's, it's what, what we're supposed to be doing. But two, the health benefits of tennis, which I'm sure you guys have talked about on the show, if you play tennis, it's been proven to add basically 10 years to your yeah. life. Uh, and, uh, and you know, our, our, our battle isn't against pickleball our battle is against obesity, complacency and if we can do anything to get somebody off a sofa playing tennis through some programming here and, and get them moving, get them out there physical activity, get them out there you know, making friends and, and having the camaraderie that tennis does that person has a better chance of living 10 years than the average American so that's again, I'm very passionate about that too
1: if somebody wants to get involved, whether it's a volunteer on a committee, um, um, certainly they can get in touch with their CTA. What's the best way for people who might hear this and say, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to serve on a committee"? Uh, it can be daunting. You think, "Well, they don't need me to serve on that committee." What do they need to do?
3: We need all hands on deck. I mean, we need we need everybody. Um, you know, I would just say, you know, reach out to anybody in the tennis community you know. And, and, and say, I'd like to be on a committee, I'd like to volunteer, I'd like to start a tournament, I'd like to have programming, and, and, or just call the USTA Kentucky office in Lexington, I mean in, in Louisville, excuse me, and, and the, we answer the phones there, and we'll get, you, we'll get you in touch with somebody, and if you want to give, give us calories and time, we'd love to have you.
0: R.C. Scheinler is the president, brand new president of USTA Kentucky, and we're going to be hearing more from you. Sounds like you're really excited uh, to hit the ground running, and we look forward to having you back on sometime.
3: Anytime. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We're now joined by another representative from uh, another CTA. Why don't you tell us your name and the CTA you represent?
4: Stacy Carter, Newburgh Tennis Association.
0: Which okay. is the CTA of the year? Ah, congratulations! Thank you. So you're you're here hanging around for uh, awards too? Are you you going to make the speech later?
4: No, the actually the president Denise Murphy is making the speech. I'm actually the vice president. Okay. Yes.
0: All right. And uh, what sort of events uh, does Newberg uh, have coming up this year in 2024 that you're excited about?
4: Our our biggest event is our annual summer tennis clinic. Uh, we've been doing that for. 20 plus years it's every summer um from june all of june all of july twice a week for two months so 16 sessions
1: last night at the uh hall of fame uh, two folks very involved in the Newburgh tennis association um were were recognized really charles crawford went in the hall of fame and then uh bruce stone uh was who um who introduced charles um just talk about um what they've meant to the Newburgh Tennis Association in the area mm-hmm. and, and what you've seen over the years um, with what your CTA has been able to do in the community.
4: Well, Bruce Stone, um, he's actually one of the founding members of the NTA. Uh, it was founded in 1977. I was five years old at the time. <laughs> um, Coach Crawford and Bruce Stone are they're the rocks of our association. You know, They lead by example. I've learned so much from them, just uh, learning how to play tennis, learning how to run programs, mm-hmm. and I always uh, take the opportunity to ask some questions and just to learn and be an advocate for tennis.
1: You know, Newburgh um, has has really been one of the um, kind of examples in the state in terms of um, working with, with youth yes. and the junior programs, the Rising Stars. Uh, yes. Talk about – Um, how important that has been to, you know, growing the game and investing in in the future of of tennis.
4: And just from a personal aspect, um, I joined Newburgh in 2015. I took my daughter to the summer clinic, Mm -hmm. and I decided to play as well because I couldn't go to my Zumba class. And I did the clinic in 2015 and fell in love with tennis. Mm -hmm. I've been playing ever since. And my daughter, she was one of the uh, kids that stood out in the clinic, and Coach Crawford selected her to be a rising star. And that really gave her a lot of confidence and helped her stay physically active. So it's been a a wonderful program. It definitely helps to grow the game and keep juniors active.
1: I've heard um, from some folks this weekend that one thing that your CTA does and your events – how they stand out from others is uh, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's 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 a lot of fun. It is. It's not as stuffy as maybe some uh, of the tennis uh, entities across the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know there's usually a there's usually a, a, some food served. There's a cookout and yes. it, you know. But that's really what tennis needs is you know to make it a social event and, yes. and make make your tennis community part of your overall community to try to get people involved and and not being such a uh, a stuffy country club sport
4: yeah Mm -hmm. very true we do um, promote learning the game but also having fun Mm -hmm. while you learn and we make it a point to whenever we encounter someone new at the Newburgh courts we always invite them to come out for our open play so we definitely try to advocate and pull new players into the game
0: we're so Everybody. glad that you came by and, and talked with us this morning. Stacy Carter is the vice president yes. of the Newburgh Tennis Association, the CTA of the year. Yes. And we're looking forward to seeing you this afternoon at the luncheon. Thank you so much.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We're now joined by Amy Sheehan, who's with Raise a Racket. Uh, Amy, thanks for sitting down with us. Uh, give us what you're going to promote this morning.
5: Thank you, Uh, my name is Amy Sheehan, and I'm here with Raise a Racket Foundation. Uh, Thank you for having me this morning. Just wanted to go over a few things and tell everyone what Raise a Racket is. Um, We are a tennis foundation that is promoting tennis just here in the state of Kentucky. Um, We have given away many of grants, many scholarships, and helped... Many tennis facilities. Uh, we are trying to grow our foundation this year, though. We had one of our biggest years last year, and we are hoping to increase that this year and raise more money and give out more funding. So yeah, you have
1: lofty goals. We have a lot of goals. Hundred thousand is the goal for twenty twenty four for Razor Racket. It is, uh, which is quite a bit of growth from just a couple of years ago.
5: It is. It is, but uh, we love paying it forward. Uh, We love promoting tennis, especially here in the state of Kentucky. So if you have any questions or anything that you would like to plan with me, any event planning, please reach out to me. Um, You can email me at the USDA Kentucky location and you'll find my name under Amy Sheehan. You can also go to Raise a Racket website and you can find all of my contact information on there as well.
1: Who is who are the scholarships and grants designed for? Uh, that was a question that I I kind of had because I've I've heard about Raise the Racket. Most people have, mm-hmm. but who who are we really trying to target with the uh, the the proceeds from the the silent auction item and the donations. What what are who are we trying to target with Razer Racket?
5: Okay, our main target. Uh, we really haven't focused in on the age demographic, because we have helped from anyone from youth to a college player at this point. So, the best thing to do is just send your grant or scholarship, something that you need funding into the office and see if it does get approved but there is not an age demographic i mean we have helped anywhere from a six-year-old up into a college tennis player that wants wants to play at the college level so the best thing to do um, is just put your application in apply for the scholarship see if it does get approved um we're hoping to give out more of that, and we are going to redo our website this year and have some additional scholarship information on there you for know, everyone. And,
1: and just to try to add a little bit more specificity to that, if someone needs help with travel expenses to travel to tournaments, that's something mm-hmm. that Razor Racket has um, has granted money toward. Yes. Equipment, if you have a, a, a school program that needs uh, money to buy rackets or to buy balls—that is something. So it's it's individuals, but it's also organizations that can apply for raise a racket funding.
5: Yes, that is true. We have helped many tennis facilities. We have also helped youth groups. Um, one in particular this year that we did—we did a youth event. We paid for 180 um, of our youth players. At a huge event that we host in E Town. We have also sponsored and showcased many of our youth groups here in Kentucky that do need the funding for tennis equipment. Um, And we've also did a, a great, amazing job at getting in requests for tennis facilities. One in particular, we redid their benches this year. We also repaved some tennis facilities and added in, um, we also had a request in for a tennis shed that we approved this year. But what we really need is the support from everyone in the tennis world, uh, especially here in Kentucky, we are trying to grow tennis, we all love tennis, but raise a racket would not be possible without the rally of your support. So we do accept any donations um, in order to get us there. We, we Rally on your support so please support us this year
1: uh, hall of fame dinner was sponsored by razor racket the middle school state tournament was what she was referring to mm-hmm. so there's a lot of great things that razor racket does across the state mm-hmm. absolutely and amy sheehan
0: wonderful thank you, thank thank you so you much for joining us thank and good you. luck with uh, what you. you're doing with razor
1: racket
5: all right wonderful okay thanks for having me have a great day right, thanks bye
0: We're joined by another CTA representative here at the Community Development Workshop at USTA USTA Kentucky Tennis Weekend. Weekend. Yeah. Um, Why don't you tell us your name and your CTA that you represent?
6: Uh, My name is Denise Murphy. I am the president of Newburgh Tennis Association here in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. CTA of the year. CTA of the year, yes sir, we are. It's a
1: bit. It's. a I mean, it's. It's a big weekend for for New Bern.
6: It is With Charles's uh, induction. Yeah. So our club itself, we now have two Hall of Famers, uh, Bruce Stone and now Charles Crawford, Coach Crawford, as we call him. Um, and then for our club to receive the uh, CTA of the year, um, yeah, it's it's a very good. Um, it's very good for our, our tennis club, yes.
0: Are you going to accept that this morning? Are you going to make the speech?
6: Y- yes, sir, and I have not even thought about what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> hey, sometimes that's the best thing, you know, but you, uh, just fair warning, you've got 30 seconds, and Chad has a, a – he brought like a cattle prod yeah. that okay. he's going to shock people with if they if they go over time. Yeah, so. I,
6: w- I, I, uh, I will – do my best to keep it under 30. Um, This is my uh, third term as the president. I just was nominated again to be president of the club. Um,
0: No term limits at Newburgh.
6: No term limits. It doesn't seem that way. I thought it was two terms, but I was told, no, as long as you do what you're supposed to do, no, we're going to keep you in here as long as we can. Great. Um, But I do have uh, big shoes to fill. Um, with Bruce and, and coach Crawford uh, and other past presidents of the club. Uh, when I stepped in, I just tried to keep um, that momentum going of what they was doing in the Newburgh community. Uh, and um, I think with the persons that uh, personnel that I have now, uh, we are doing a pretty good job. Um, we're getting more adults us involved in the tennis uh, with our summer clinic. Uh, I myself started in the summer clinic in 2018. Wow. My daughter started when she was seven. She is now 23. Uh, but it was all because of my oldest brother who played tennis. Now, I did not like tennis at all. When I was younger, I played basketball <laughs> and volleyball. And for me to now be so involved in tennis. My brother is probably up in heaven laughing, but he's proud at the same time. So what is it,
1: what's what is it about tennis that has, has drawn you in?
6: I think it was the the social um, now my best friend is my vice president Stacy Carter and we, we started talked to the Stacey. clinic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we started the clinic at the same time and it was just the um, the fellowship uh, with uh, with other women and men that never played tennis and um once we started playing we did we couldn't put the racket down you know our clinic was two days a week but they saw these new beginners (laughs) playing we was at the the courts playing every single day and um we just we we bonded um we are now in a sisterhood uh of course it was always more women than men in our you know in the beginners clinic but it helped, but uh, now we just bonded and became a big tennis lover, uh, lovers of tennis. You know, I never thought in a million years that I would be playing tennis at, you know, when I got older. Um, The ladies that uh, have played are playing now. I mean, we are USTA members. We got several of them that are on clubs. We had our team. We became state champions uh, in 2019. All right. Uh, and we all started in 2017, 2018. Wow. And we became state champions in 2019. My goodness. So um, to got represent a, Newburgh tennis, uh, Newburgh community, it, it's uh, it's it's really good. And we're just trying to get more uh, more people involved in the game of That's tennis. a dangerous
1: thing. You get a little taste there, and that, it gets you hooked.
0: Well, yep. We, we want to hear more about you at some point and yes, follow you. In, and we uh, wish a big congratulations Thank to you. all Thank that you. you've Appreciate accomplished. You and uh, Exciting things are happening there for sure. Denise Murphy is the president of the yes. Newberg Tennis Association. Thank you so much.
6: All right. Go Newberg.
0: We've got another cta representative with us this morning uh why don't you tell us who you are and who you're with
7: okay so my name is lori larkin and uh i live out of richmond and am involved in the mountain tennis circuit and uh yeah we we do a lot of amazing things so i can i can share a little bit about yeah what go we for have coming up okay so this well, summer oh go well, ahead
1: ju- i mean uh, for those who don't know the mountain huh. tennis circuit um, is very similar to the Central Kentucky Tennis Series—it's a series of tournaments um, played, as you would guess, in some of the the mountain communities, yes. uh, more in the eastern part of the state. So we've had right. a lot of players who have played in both. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some yeah. folks who've come over, especially to play Somerset. I think Somerset's the easternmost tournament in the CKTS. Yeah. We used to have one and harrodsburg but uh, mm-hmm. what what we do and what you do is is very similar so tell us about some of the success you guys have had with the mtc
7: right so a lot of it has to do with alan jackson and his wife debbie who do a lot of the organizing and planning and have so for a long time so we're really blessed with them um but yeah for one thing we do a series of those tournaments you mentioned and there are 10 of those scheduled already for the summer and they are really well liked and very well attended so that that's great and of course some of these tournaments that are in that real eastern part of kentucky which reaches a different group of folk and uh, so i think for those that don't really have access to some of those tournaments it really is a a great experience for them Mm -hmm. for sure Um, the other thing that i i believe we do really well is reach groups of people that might not normally play tennis but then secondly uh, the cost of the programming that we offer often is probably some of the cheapest around Mm -hmm. and I think that also brings about a lot of participation from people that might not normally Mm -hmm. either be interested or um, actually want to do that so Alan and Debbie Jackson organize in addition in the wintertime they have indoor access indoor courts thanks to our EKU men's and women's tennis coach who is so gracious and letting us use the tennis courts for those kinds of activities so every Friday night uh, in the wintertime almost every Friday night they have indoor round robins and uh, they have both singles round robins and then they have doubles round robins for twenty dollars you can come and um have a lot of great food and play a lot of tennis in a short period of time on those four indoor courts so that's that's really fantastic and that is
1: and uh, that's this year's facility of the year is the, yes. the new indoor courts yep, in richmond exactly, and, yep. and your know, richmond's a little bit like bowling green in that yep. had indoor facilities they went away for a while uh-huh. and I know you all experienced the same thing we did and, and you realize how much you miss them when oh, they're gone.
7: Absolutely. Okay. And when they, they took away the EKU men's and women's team, we were really worried that they mm-hmm. would take away our indoor facility and thank God they didn't mm-hmm. and uh, and our new coach who's come in coach Cohen has been so so great about reaching out to the communities as well so he offers cardio tennis classes he offers community um, hours so we can go in there and play for very little you know cost so we have the indoor um, a court uh, you know access but then we also have the beautiful outdoor courts there and we also Berea College has been Really wonderful too with those courts as well.
1: So we have is, a lot of courts. This is subjective. Um, what do you think? Um, which, because obviously anyone who has ever traveled over to the mountain areas knows how beautiful the scenery is. Who has the best courts when it comes to the the atmosphere, the backdrop? <laughs>
7: That's a great question. I would, by far, say Bria. I was going to yeah, yeah, bet. Yes, i, yeah. Yeah, see, I <laughs> <never> <laughs> knew that was going to be the answer. Yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. just gorgeous, isn't it? I mean, just beautiful. So you can
0: stand up on the hill above everything yeah. and kind of see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah, and and just fun. And um, sixteen and courts there, right? Yeah, is it yeah. sixteen? Okay, sixteen. Yeah, I, or is it twelve? I, you know, that's a great question. I have to think. Yeah, really, close, close enough. Too. But it's a lot, yeah. Yeah. and um, it may yeah, be twelve. It is beautiful there, and and so we're really lucky to have access to those as well and um, some of the tournaments well almost all of them also offer free food so if you can imagine that you can come there and families can go over and get hamburgers and hot dogs and you know it it's fantastic um it's
1: an I, idea for the ckts because yeah, you get a grill yes. and uh we'll just be uh, flipping burgers yeah. some of our
0: <laughs> tournaments do do have food yeah. uh somerset yeah. feeds people to death yeah. uh Love it. so yeah yeah
7: you just you just like, can't beat that
0: you got quite a cheat sheet I in front of you there sheet. what else yeah, what else you want to tell us
7: <laughs> i want to plug to the fact that uh that we also are into fundraising for um you know for a lot of different things so of those tournaments and different programs that we do three of those uh, activities actually fund um, animal shelters so there's fundraising that way and then um, two of our activities also uh, was fundraising for food banks nearby so that's just really awesome too Mm -hmm. and in addition um, our mtc will raise money for funding a senior every year too, a senior female and, and male that are going to college and so my son actually got the benefit of that one where they where they actually give a scholarship to um, tennis players if you played in an MTC tournament then you you as a player um, have a, uh, the ability to try to get that funding and that scholarship so that's pretty awesome as well I'm trying to think also we made, uh, we made good money because of all the hard work at MTC and donated $500 to, uh, three high schools who hosted tournaments. So mm-hmm. we gave back Great. to the high schools and then $1,000 was given to EKU for, you know, as a thank you for letting us use their facility and also Berea college got thousand dollars as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love that part of it is that giving back for all that people give us to allow us to have these programs. Very good. Yep.
0: Lori Larkin is yeah. with the Mountain Tennis Circuit and we really appreciate you talking with us this morning. We hope yeah. you have a great season. Well have thank great you.
7: Year. And thank you for doing these podcasts and congrats on the on the awards you all got from thank it. You. So thank you you very you do much. a good job. Thank you.
0: Next we've got a USTA Kentucky staff member joining us, LJ Alera. Um, did I say it right yes okay did. good yeah. uh, your title your job title is kind of long so I'm gonna let you tell it
8: yeah I'm the uh, manager of adult and junior tennis so all things adult and junior tournaments uh, JTT or junior team tennis and then I help out still with uh, like beginner programs working with parks departments schools stuff like that
1: this is a requirement of the job because your predecessor uh, joined us last year on the podcast. I know. I watched. I watched
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun. What with do Brian you do for day.
1: KSR?
8: <laughs> Not Brian the intern. <laughs> I actually was Brian's intern at USDA. So oh no, right. that's hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. Brian <laughs> the, the intern had an intern. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: that's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. That's
8: how he knew he moved up in the world,
1: you know. <laughs> and LJ um, uh, hasn't experienced it yet, but one of the most exciting things about his position is he helps us um with the uh with all of our ckts tournaments
0: Uh, i bet he wouldn't use the word exciting
1: (laughs) well it's it's exciting
8: for us yeah it was Uh, a fun time last year yeah yeah
1: so um for the for players who don't know our process of registration um there's one area you you go to the ckts website and register for the tournaments but then to get them into serve tennis is another step and and thankfully the usda has helped us out tremendously um in, in getting those players into the system and uh, so i want to say thank you i know all the tournament directors really appreciate all the work you do for the ckts
8: oh you're welcome and we love the tournaments you run we're glad like every time i get feedback from them, they're like oh those tournaments are great so i know the players love it as well so anything we can do to help you're not just saying keep that. People <laughs> running. no no okay <laughs> that's no. awesome yeah, people all all the time say that those tournaments are always run well, and oh, they're some of their cool. favorite tournaments. So, you guys do a great job.
0: That that warms my heart and has made my ma- uh, made my morning already.
8: Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's still early, you know. Maybe it's because I haven't eaten anything. We're getting yet. an award
0: uh, later too. You know that. Don't, yeah, don't,
1: yeah. Don't
8: let it be the highlight of your yeah, day. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know, technically that's in the afternoon. So that's right. This can make this his morning. morning. That'll make highlight. his. Day. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. have a whole different experience
0: <laughs> in the afternoon. Can you tell us anything, uh, LJ, That that's uh, coming up this year that you're excited about other than, you know, helping us with CKTS tournaments?
8: Um, I personally, we ran a, a dominant duo tournament last year. I The USTA is really big on team tournaments now as a new format. I think it's great um, just because a lot of the kids, most of the tournaments they play is just you go play singles or, like, you'll play with your doubles partner. But some of the team formats, you get to hang out with your friends more. You get to play as a team Um, Like the dominant duo, for example, you play a doubles match, and then there's a one singles match and a two singles match, and whoever wins two out of the three matches wins and moves on in the bracket. So it's kind of like a different format on just traditional tournaments. And that's not
1: associated with a school or anything. That's just two individuals Mm -hmm. that want to get together by age group Mm -hmm. and then um, play a three-point match, essentially.
8: Yeah, yeah. so like just a tournament you normally run, if you want to say hey instead of running it as a normal one, um, you can just say, "Hey, we want to run as a dominant duo," and the, the kids oh. would register just like that. They can wow. sign up, um, like in your registration system. It says they're doubles partner. They can sign up, and be like, "Yeah, I want to play with Chad," mm-hmm. and so we just par- partner them up. The higher ranked kid plays the other higher ranked kid on the other team to keep it fair, and it's a it's kind of a fun, different experience if you haven't seen it before.
1: Uh, you know, junior tournaments. Um, I know the Creason moved this year mm-hmm. uh, to April, uh, but I know there's been a lot of emphasis on on adult tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, I've heard some discussions where, you know, th- there's so much emphasis on leagues mm-hmm. and, you know, playing USDA League, whether it's adult or mixed or try or combo, but there is an emphasis to, to, to get more to tournaments, yeah. uh, which at least from the state level is, has maybe taken a little bit of a backseat.
8: Yeah, um, we've heard a lot of feedback. Like leagues, there's a long-time commitment, and mm-hmm. in addition to, like, your normal, like, state champions and stuff, you got, you got to remember there's a whole – couple months of league play where every weekend or every Wednesday night or something you're out there playing and so tournaments are something fun that people just know it's a one-off thing they can go play a tournament for a weekend somewhere and it's not as much of a commitment Um, but one thing we want to do is like kind of combine uh, all the adult tournaments since there's not many into like a series or something to where they connect and there's at least something to play for I know uh, you've talked to Michael Cunningham Mm -hmm. Um, that's like something he would like to see happen. Um, just to kind of give adults something all year that they can play that's outside of league.
0: LJ Alera is with USTA Kentucky. He's got his hands full, very busy job, and uh, got a very exciting year coming up too, it sounds like.
8: Yes, I'm very excited.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, and, I'm, you know, we'll be we'll be talking a lot this summer, <laughs> as right. we always do, <laughs> right?
8: It. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Thank <laughs> you. We're joined again by another CTA representative here at the Community Development Workshop on Kentucky Tennis Weekend. Why don't you tell us who you are and who you represent?
9: Uh, My name is Charles Matthews. I'm with the uh, Tennis Association of Central Kentucky, so TAC. Uh, Immediate past president there, and and obviously still serving. So, uh, yeah, and I do all things tennis. So Charles is uh,
1: also. On the USDA Southern board, is that right? Uh,
9: I'm on the state board here, but Southern, I'm on the Tennis on Campus committee. And then National, I'm on community tennis. So, yeah, all things tennis. He was down in
1: Atlanta last weekend as well. So, um, yeah, tell us about some of the things that that TAC has coming up for 2024.
9: Yeah, um, you know, it's not my presidency year, so I don't want to kind of overstep, but uh, we – during my two years we were definitely doing a lot with um, just doing new player clinics which kind of offered free opportunities Uh, we'd set up at a park or even at the clubs just for people who had either not played for a while or people that just wanted to check out tennis for the first time um and so we're continuing that and just you know a lot of times for us too we'll be in a board meeting and we're like you know let's try to pop up one next week Mm. because it's one of those kind of no cost low cost things for us and and it's been great Uh, Then we've also been really trying to push getting tournaments back. Um, So super excited about that as well. Charles is also the coach at
1: Sayre, and you guys have uh, some new courts there, right? Some resurfaced courts?
9: Yeah, yeah. We last year, so, well, last year we're in 2024 now, but in 2022 we actually resurfaced and completely redid five of our courts, um, which was great. Long, 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 long overdue. And then this past year in 2023, we actually redid the other. So now we have 10 brand new courts. They look fantastic. I'm excited, too, because I've already kind of been talking to some people about hosting tournaments and, again, just getting more programming there, which has been great. So super excited. Well, Charles, I'm I'm sort of I'll admit I
0: I consume a lot of audio content, and I'm sort of mesmerized by your golden voice and radio voice. And I understand that you have a podcast of your own, and I'd love to give you a chance to plug that
1: right now.
9: You know what? And it's funny every time somebody compliments my voice, I kind of laugh because I hate it. Yeah, Um, sounds different in your head, doesn't it? It does, and and that's I've done some voiceover work too, Mm -hmm. and this. The first time I did it, I, I had to take it off because it, it just drove me crazy. Um, but yeah, no, truthfully, um, there's some great guys. Uh, I don't know if anybody here is familiar with uh, the Cracked Rackets podcast, but I got to meet those guys when they were down for an event in Lexington, and we were having a few drinks together and realized that we love reality TV. And they were like, "We're going to get you on a podcast for Big Brother." So um, it is called uh, the Bitter Jury. Uh, and yeah, if you want to hear us talk <laughs> about uh we'll edit on that out TV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, talk crap talk crap um but no it, it's great and no i appreciate you letting me throw that out there
0: yeah and uh so we can find that on all major uh, platforms mm-hmm. yes okay. it is there do you ever watch big brother i don't know i mean i'm familiar with it but i'm not a uh, i've never watched it really i mean I, I, I know what it is but i've never I, I watched it
9: Real, I mean, how long Big Brother's been around since the uh, uh, early 2000s? Yeah, uh, this was season 25, yeah. I believe. And I yeah. remember
1: watching it a little bit early on, but because mm-hmm. uh, it was intriguing, you know.
9: Is it kind of like Survivor, but you're in a house? But they're in a house, and their yeah. cameras Is that everywhere. Of, I mean, it's and it's yeah, the and you concept. can you can watch. Um, gosh, I hate to admit this, but you can watch 24 hours a day if you want. Like yeah. there's live feeds that yeah. you can sign oh up for. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it, it's a unique experience. I'm going to pass on that, but I will check out your show. (laughs)
0: I will check that out. I'm so glad that you sat down with us. Charles Matthews is the past president of the Tennis Association of Central Kentucky. Thank you so much for being on with us this morning.
9: No, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here.
0: We're joined by a VIP, Chad, of um, one of the top CTAs in Kentucky. I feel um, like there's a little bit of uh, homerism going on here.
1: I lot of
10: favoritism
0: that's shown That's here. possible. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, sir, and tell us who you are and your various titles and representations.
10: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Alfie Chang, and uh, currently the uh, president of Lake Cumberland Tennis Association in Somerset, Kentucky. Uh, also serve as the vice president of uh, USDA Kentucky. And also had the privilege of serving on uh, USA Southern's uh, Community Development uh, Committee. Lake Cumberland, uh, where's that at? Is that, is that is well, that, Chad? Is you that being from, from Indiana? Near
0: the CKTS. Yeah, it's very near to the yeah. CKTS. In fact, LCTA has a CKTS tournament, one of our favorite ones. Oh, over our, it's our easternmost tournament in Somerset, Kentucky. Uh, Ch- um, Alfie, how how long have we uh, been doing the Lake Cumberland Open, the Alton Blakely Lake Cumberland Open now? Uh, has it I mean, been since uh, 2018, no.
10: 17? Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I think yeah, it's about five, six years, I
0: guess. And Not, it's yeah. grown a little bit every year, too, hasn't it? it the has. numbers are climbing. Now, I played in Somerset this
1: year. I loved that. my trophy, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, they have some first-class trophies.
1: Um, but I don't remember getting any food. You you mentioned earlier today
0: that there was food.
1: I don't. I didn't get
0: fed last I did, year. The tradition has been right: Chick Fil A biscuits in the mornings, and then Penn Station sandwiches for lunch. I don't know how you missed out on it. Didn't, didn't probably you do that because this past both year? of
1: my matches were um, like at four o'clock in the afternoon. Both Saturday ah, and see. Sunday, I came over. So I already so ate I all,
0: all the easy. sandwiches
10: that day. <laughs> need
1: to come earlier to, to get some of the grub. i, I, I can,
10: remember uh, that. I can comment on that. Okay. So uh, in terms of the trophies, yes, uh, thanks for the feedback because we do They're try wonderful. to uh, upgrade yep. uh trophies uh, instead of just a medal to the, the glass trophies, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, winners like that. Uh, in terms of the food, uh, so we actually did not have food last year. Oh, uh, Pretty much uh, okay. since COVID, we didn't offer food anymore, oh. uh, but our sponsors, like the, the Chick-fil-A and Penn Station, they just do uh, the monetary gifts, the donations okay. instead. I so see. so ch- we changed that a little bit uh, post-COVID.
1: Okay, It's so, uh, okay. well, another thing to blame on COVID.
0: Right, right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to put in my vote for bringing back the chicken biscuits, and we're I do love those. We'll work on that. Go ahead, yeah. Alfie. What what uh, what's going on this year with Lake Carmel Tennis Association that you're most excited about?
10: Yeah, so we just want to follow up on uh, what we've been building the last few years. Uh, some of successful programs. Obviously, we want to continue that. Uh, and also look at some new opportunities. Uh, As you know from this meeting, uh, USDA Southern and USDA Kentucky has uh, a lot of opportunities uh, for different programs. We're trying to outreach uh, to different uh, groups that are maybe not traditionally tennis playing or underserved groups, so we're gonna look at what we can do in our area to to grow things like that and the opportunities uh, in terms of funding. For that so uh, we're going to have a board meeting coming up here in February so we're going to sit down and discuss all that uh, but like I said you know our, our adult leagues are uh, improving a lot uh, a lot of people are playing regularly now uh, Our local league coordinator uh, Chris is doing a good job with that uh, a lot of the teams are qualifying for state championships and doing well there so a lot of people are having fun Uh, And also our social leagues are growing like crazy. Like the drop shot is one of the Mm -hmm. most uh, booming programs that we have. uh, That Alison Sobek runs really, really well. Uh, I think we have about 40 uh, people that play regularly.
0: I'll tell you something about drop shots. Uh, I played it in 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And that's the reason that I play mixed doubles now. Is I really wasn't interested in mixed doubles before that, but in in drop shots, you might get mixed uh, male-female partner, male-male, female-female, and they just kind of throw you out there for two hours and and you just switch it up and have fun, and I just thought it was was just kind of fun. Uh, to play mixed doubles because we were doing that a lot, and I've been playing it ever since. Yeah, so, you're good at mixed and doubles. And I, like so. I really like drop
10: shots. That yes. was fun. You know, It's the most popular one because of the social aspect. I, I didn't um, get to always go out for drinks afterwards, <laughs> but that was fun. But. Yes. There's a key, key component is that, you know, afterwards uh, they do go to a local restaurant that they pick to socialize uh, for dinner and drinks. Uh, so that that's growing uh, really, really well. Uh, so we're going to keep that going. Uh, the issue we have is we don't have enough courts. Uh, so we have mm-hmm. a lot of people interested, but not enough courts. So we're going to try to solve that, that, that uh, challenge. Uh, also locally, in terms of our high school programs. Uh, You know, we have a new high school in town that has a tennis program now, uh, Somerset Christian School. Uh, I think they're entering the third year. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do not have any courts, but Mm -hmm. they do have a program. So I think we want to help them uh, towards the goal of uh, having their own tennis Mm courts so that more players can play.
0: Uh, What what I've noticed about the Somerset Christian, that whole program with with Allison Sobiek, is since they don't have courts, the other schools allow them use of their courts. I mean, it's not like, oh, they're our, they're our competitor. We're not gonna let them use our facilities. It's like, they've been very welcoming, haven't they? Yes, other facilities, we're very have? blessed
10: to have uh, the local coaches who work really well together, we cooperate. Uh, we have the mindset that, you know, if we help each other out, it's definitely for the benefit of the kids anyway. So we, we all lift each other up. So yeah. it's a good point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, what what are the odds that the southwestern high school basketball team is going to let Pulaski County basketball team practice in their gym? <laughs> that's not happening. But in tennis, I mean, it's like we're we're all a family uh, in this sport, and you know, very generous like yeah,
10: that. Yeah, not just the high school. I think uh, all uh, four local schools are uh, developing the middle school program yes. as well, and mm-hmm. that's important because, as you guys know, with grassroots tennis, that's where our future players will be. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that all four. Uh, local schools are focusing on that
0: yeah for sure well Alfie Chang is with the Lake Cumberland Tennis Association as always they've got an exciting year planned and um, I'm looking forward to the February board meeting I'll be there and see how how I can help coming Uh, up Uh,
10: yeah obviously uh, we appreciate your podcast and the CKTS for supporting us uh, you know helping us with the Lake Cumberland Open Alton Blakey Lake Cumberland Open that's coming out in uh, August as well and then thanks for all you guys do for the podcast, because uh, for the smaller communities, it's great for you guys to help us advertise mm-hmm. our events uh, and all the uh, you know upcoming uh, tournaments and stuff like that. So we appreciate you guys and congratulations on your award. Thank, Thank you. I want
0: to have you back on sometime. I, I want. I, I don't really know the whole story about your journey from Malaysia to EKU to be a tennis player, but save that, save that. That's a story I want to hear sometime, don't you, Chad? Absolutely, yeah. I'll be glad to share. Very cool. Thank okay, you. Alfie Chang, thank you very much. So that's it. We've got to talk to some great people this morning, uh, talking about their community tennis associations and, and a few people from USTA Kentucky, uh, telling us about their role and what's coming up uh, for them this year in tennis and
1: this was really easy because people are really enthusiastic to talk about oh yeah the great things they're doing in their community
0: we've had uh, you know i thought we might have trouble finding people to talk to us you know how people are camera shy microphone shy but um, we actually had a little bit of a line at one point mm-hmm. for a, a couple people waiting to talk to us so that's been cool we've we had some giveaways uh, we gave gave away some game set match Kentucky tumblers and some informational postcards I hope we pick up a, a lot of listeners from this weekend so if you are a new listener to the show we welcome you and hope you'll subscribe and, and stick with us and uh, we we also hope to have a great another great year
1: yeah and, and I, I was talking uh, earlier with with one of our guests you know uh, after we finished and I said you know make sure you let us know I think it was uh, one of the ladies we had on from, from Newburgh and said, you know, one of the things we like to do on the podcast is talk about different events throughout the state. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, anything happening... Yeah, we can't just make fun of pickleball all you know, the time. You know. you know, things happening in Bowling Green and, and Somerset and throughout the CKTS footprint um, certainly get mentioned a lot um, only because we know about them. But right. If, if you um, have, have uh, heard about the podcast uh, this weekend and and um you know want to be on in the future we'd love to have you and and talk about different events Uh, that's that's exactly what this podcast is for
0: i don't have the usual list of spiel with me uh, that we uh, typically close the show with but i'll just wing it you know uh, if if you're listening for the first time subscribe if you're watching us on facebook or on youtube uh, hit that like button hit that subscribe button and you can keep up with uh, everything that we put out Uh, Our episodes come out uh, sometimes once a month, sometimes once every two months, and sometimes who knows. But we will be there. We'll be there eventually. And we still want to thank Vision Cabinet Source. Can't forget a big thank you to our sponsor, Vision Cabinet Source. And also Family Medical Centers. Big thanks to them. Until next time, I'm Chris Godby with Chad Young, and this has been Game, Set, Match, Kentucky. And we've got another guest coming that's going to talk to us. So um, we'll do this over. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do this part over. And I love those Penn Station sandwiches and the fries are so good. You know that commercial. You heard that commercial, the Penn Station commercial. Those fries are so good. You want to eat just one, but you can't help it. (laughs) Sorry. This is Game, Set, Match, Kentucky, episode 36. Eh. This is Game Set Match Kentucky, episode 36, recorded on... <laughs> I forgot the what tape. the date is. <laughs> what is it?
1: January 27th?
0: Yeah. Test. Check one, two, test. You're listening to Sounds of the 70s with Chris and Chad. Captain one o two.
1: Love will keep them together until it won't.